Support comes from the Virginia Living Museum. I'm Jessica Azura, Senior Director of Guest Engagement, welcoming you to experience the wonder of Virginia's native birds, mammals, marine life, and reptiles, all with a focus on education and conservation. More at thevlm.org. Good morning. Welcome to our Bird Notes. This is Dwight Davis. So just what are those little birds flitting about in winter? some with plumage as subdued as the landscape. They come and go quickly, in and out of the bushes, to and from the feeders, often not allowing a good look for identification. It's not yet spring, so they don't perch in full view, advertising for a mate or protecting territory. No, they're spending most of their time on the move, searching for food, not caring a whit whether you can identify them or not. So this morning, some help in that regard a thumbnail guide to some of those little birds outside the windows in winter. The most common and readily seen is the Carolina chickadee, a bundle of energy always in motion. Look for the black crown and black bib encircling white cheeks. If it hangs upside down on a branch, it probably is a chickadee. If it sounds like this, it definitely is. Usually with the chickadee is its cousin, the tufted titmouse, also very active, a bird sporting a gray back, tan sides, and a crest. Often hanging, literally, with these two are the kinglets, the ruby-crowned and the golden-crowned. Size is the key here. They're the smallest birds you'll see in the winter. Look for a bright yellow or orange crown on the golden-crowned kinglet and a broken white eye ring and two white wing bars on the ruby-crowned. Very small also is the winter wren. It skulks around brush piles, suggesting a mouse, uniformly brown, small, and furtive. The other wren darting about is easily identified. The Carolina wren is an active and inquisitive brown bird with a white eye stripe and the tail cocked straight up. The brown creeper is, like the winter wren, small, brown, and unassuming, but its behavior gives it away. It clings very closely to the bark of trees, blending in very nicely, and hitches its way up the tree, looking for insects under the bark with its down-curved bill. As the creeper moves up trees, the nuthatches, the white-breasted, the most common, the red-breasted, and the brown-headed, the nuthatches go down tree trunks, head first. A small bird deliberately making its way down a tree is a nuthatch. You can refine the identification by checking the bird against the descriptive name. The yellow-rumped warbler is here by the thousands in winter, flocking to myrtle and other berry bushes, but found also in almost any hedgerow. They're mostly drab, but the yellow rump is an unmistakably clear field mark when they fly. Most of the remaining birds that we see in winter are finches, seed-eaters with relatively large conical-shaped bills, birds that we are apt to see at feeders where the seeds are. They're pretty easy to identify. The gray junco, which spends a lot of time on the ground, actually, flashes white outer tail feathers. The goldfinch has lost most of his gold, but some yellow, the finch bill, and wing bars distinguish it. The purple finch isn't purple, but has raspberry coloration about the head. And sparrows are mostly brown, of course, with the white throat having a white throat, the chipping sparrow sporting a reddish-brown cap, and the fox sparrow, a big burly bird with an overall rufous coloration. The song sparrow shows off a central spot on its streaked breast. So there we are, a quick guide to those small, somewhat drab, busy 
winter birds. Support comes from the Virginia Living Museum. I'm Jessica Azura, Senior Director of Guest Engagement, welcoming you to experience the wonder of Virginia's native birds, mammals, marine life, and reptiles, all with a focus on education and conservation. More at thevlm.org.